time I hear this, I hear something like this, I think of Bahas. Every single time. I see Peter Murphy doing. <laughs> yes. Dude, what is it? New Maryland Manson? There you go. I think so. There you go. Are you uh, seated comfortably there, Bob? I am. I'm Brian Upshaw. I great. I am Robert Brown. Robert Brown, vagina odor is real. This is true. Yep. This is true. I have smelt it before. Yep. You eat the butts and hope they cry. <laughs> I know a lot about wolf dick, so we should be good to go tonight. What you make over there? Uh, just a vodka and Sprite. That's liquor, son. Yep. And then a mm-hmm. little bit of lemon. A little lemon in there. Yep, I got to do this. Jellopodcast.com at Jellopodcast on the Twitter. Get it in there. Just get it in there. I'm going to get that shit fixed on iTunes if it's uh, the last thing I do in the next 30 days. <laughs> glad to have you back. Thank wow. you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Hey, this is a Detroit-free episode. It is, yep, isn't it's it? first in a long time. I actually uh, had to have the long Detroit conversation with my uh, dad and brother after that uh, podcast, as a matter of fact. Oh, what, you had to make amends? No, no, no. Uh, they schooled me on a couple more things that I didn't know. Oh, that you should have brought up? Exactly. <laughs> of course. It's, it's, it's very, it's oddly funny how proud... We can't do it. This is a Detroit-free oh, episode. Oh, it's Detroit-free. Never mind. Never mind. No no Detroit. No no muggings. It's F-37, uh, right? Yes, it is. 37. 37 37 cast, uh, Detroit-free episode. You're getting up there. You're getting near my age. <laughs> now with less Detroit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> jam this for a second. What do you think about this? It's so different. It's produced. Okay, do you remember a band called Sisters of Mercy? I don't. Okay. But go on. They were around the time, I would say they were late 80s, and the leads, it, it was very gothy, very Bauhausy, and a lot like this, but the lead singer looked like Rick Ocasek. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, he looked just like Rick Ocasek. Because of... Wayfarers, yes, alone? yes, and he was pale, and then he had that weird uh, haircut the yeah. Rick Ocasek had, okay. you know. Okay, and um, it, this reminds me a lot of that. The new Marilyn Manson reminds me a lot of the old Sisters of Mercy. So, if you ever get a chance, you should look it up. Okay, I will. Yeah. Uh, how how many albums did Sisters of Mercy do? Oh, do God. you think maybe three? Maybe okay, maybe three or four, but. Th- I Back. just wondered if they were one of those sort of like uh, uh, cult bands where they have 10 fucking albums no. and they only had success on maybe two. Pixies are like that to me. And, and right now, a couple of our friends are probably listening going, fuck you, man. <laughs> My girlfriend's probably doing the same thing. Um, no, I agree. The same thing. Um, I believe the same thing, especially with the Pixies. Like there are really only three albums that I would have to say I religiously listen to at the Pixies. But they have they have a ton what, of albums. What are they? Because well, you got Doolittle. Okay. Uh, you got what is it, Surfer Rosa, right? Is that is that that's one? I, I of don't them, know. Right? You're you're. I'm, <sighs> I'm trying to think. Um, 
God, I cannot believe I cannot come up with a third. This is my first drink, and I cannot I, I believe almost, it. You're almost on Front Street right now. I know, right? You oh, really? Me. You like the Lakers? Oh, oh, then name more the two em, players name than Kobe. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, no, they're totally Damn, wrong. Wait. Detroit Free. <laughs> so two or three of their albums, Sisters of Mercy. Yeah, Sisters Have of Mercy. Three. I'm going to guess one of those will, probably wasn't any good. I'm willing to bet all three were not very good. <laughs> okay. Nickel Beer Night influences a lot, a lot of my listening at that time. I understand. Yeah. That's perfectly yeah. all right. Plus, I was, it was industrial clubs at the time, so it was mostly just anything I listened to that sounded like there'd be like a leather fag whipping another leather fag, I was into. I was like, let's do this. <laughs> That's a leather gift. It was. It was. It is a leather it's gift. a boot in your ass and a belt on your ass. <laughs> Oh, um, speaking of leather fags, um, a friend of mine whose name is Miss Stacy. Okay. He went to uh, Amsterdam for the very first time. Alone? This was early 90s. Yeah, alone. Um, can I, I want to stop you a no, few go times for it. in the middle of this. Go so, for it, so keep track of go, what you're doing go for there. It, go for it. He, he went alone. I'm going to guess it's because of a breakup or... Um, Something or a, a significant job change. I think it was a drug addiction. What? I think that's what it was. Oh, to go yes, continue it. Yes. Because <laughs> that's a hell yes. of a place to go to stop. I, th- I think it was like one of those things where um, where a country singer goes like to a hotel room to like drink themselves to death. A la Del Watson. Del Watson. There sure. you go. I tell that story all the time. Um, instead, he went to Amsterdam to to basically just dive to go first. die. Yeah, just uh, dive from it. You think? First. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he was in a like I'm in a fucking downward spiral. Fucking just, might as well go to the source of it all. Exactly. Just, okay. I'm get so go, much, man. I'm gonna go straight to the heart of all the heroin I can do, okay. and I'm just gonna dive straight in. He okay. was actually my going, yeah. So that was just a, yeah. He was my uh, my son's one of my son's very first babysitters, and he was a transvestite, and his name was Miss Stacy. You're so funky. You love that. Yeah. South Austin. You love it. You love that's it. That's not an 04 thing, Bob. That's, that's so he uh, he goes to Amsterdam. And the first yeah. place he goes is he goes to this completely hardcore leather gay bar. Okay. He says it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Middle of the damn day, right? Walks into the bar, goes and orders a drink. Yep. He sees, there you go. <laughs> he sees a bunch of people congregating in the back near the pool tables. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, I'll, I'll go. I'm, you have to go see. I'll go take a look. I'll see what's happening mm-hmm. back here. Sure. Walks back there. One guy has another guy bent over a pool table is going wrist deep into his ass. No way. Yes. And just just talking to him the entire time. You like that? You like how that feels? Just literally there's, punching his colon. There's no end like, of people's kink, man. Super punch out his colon. Like it. that's what he's doing. Oh my God. What that um Did he Yeah, that's that is a bundle. Did he say that freaked him out at least a little? Nope. I was gonna Not in the least. Mm. Yeah, not Miss Stacy. Hell no. Seen and heard about all that oh, kind of goings seen, on. Actually, yeah. probably like, I'm home. This is my Mecca. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Good Lord. That's pretty uh, violent. But I guess if you have stuff up there all the time, you're. Oh, yeah. You'd probably be used to it. I mean, especially if it's been dilated that many times. Yeah, it's probably a fairly normal thing. Wow. <laughs> 
I like so the he, look on your face. Yeah, right it's, now. Pure, it's perfect. It's pure. It is perfect. It's like it, it, that guy who found uh, King Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun's. Tutankhamun. 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 There you go. Uh, whoever he was probably looking like about like me right now. Like, oh yeah, like oh this is astounding. The gold shimmering on his face. Like <laughs> I saw in the news today. On a quick side note, if I may, they moved the damn thing again. Somebody broke off a piece of it. Of Tutankhamun? Yeah, man. Uh, Come on, guys. They're dead. dead. The curse is going to get them. Here it goes. Yep, the curse. The curse of Tutankhamun. They're like, we're not even going to dock your pay because you're going to be dead. You're going to die. You're going to die. (laughs) That's a weird story, by the way. The guy who discovers it and then all those people die. Mm -hmm. That is. I think it's because uh, Western medicine. I think it's a spider. All right. Yeah, I think it was a spider. Like, there was some kind of weird spider in that tomb that had been, like, living there forever and just looked impossible. Bit him. Just bit him. Impossible because an animal can't, a a being, insect, animal, mammal, whatever, reptile, can't live in a tomb eating itself and subsist. It's a spider of kings. What are you talking about? It just lived on, on old flesh. Absolutely. A flesh eating spider. Dust mites? I don't. I don't know how. I don't know science. Stranger things have happened. This is true. Go this, back to Miss. Ma- go back to Miss Mandy. Uh, oh, 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 Miss Stacy, Miss Stacy, Miss Stacy. Yeah. Was yeah. there more to that? Um, no, that's pretty much just a guy punching another dude's butthole. Just there you go. Good lord. Yes, anal sex is a weird thing. Well, that's one of the topics we we're we're gonna. Keep this loose. <laughs> Loosey goosey. <laughs> like that guy's butthole. Uh, one of the things you were saying was um, anal oh. versus porno in reality. Yep. Was that was that how you teed it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A real life anal versus a porn anal. And it's it's funny. Yeah, they don't go the same. I'm going to no, guess. No, uh, Me and my son were See, talking I'm, I'm about today. At that. I'm going to guess <laughs> because now I know about guys getting punched. I'm talking over you. Go on. Me and my son were talking about it today, about um, like I would like to preface it by saying my son is eighteen. Okay, all right. But even if he wasn't eighteen, I think it is a good mature topic to have with somebody when they're the right age for sexual experience. Look, he's gonna have that. He's already had that conversation with somebody that doesn't know shit. So might as well have it with. Um, But I've heard that the actresses they will dilate themselves before the scenes because as we all know the penis does not go in the butt that easy during sex it really even when you get everything prepared yeah it's not it's it definitely doesn't go in like yeah so they'll sort of stretch it out dilate right right in layman's terms stretch it out (laughs) and then that way because they can edit it yeah yeah but, and yeah. you notice sometimes, or I've noticed at least, when the guy goes to do it, if they she hasn't done that yet, then it's sort of like a twenty or thirty second, like a Doberman's fucking like. Yeah, there, there's even like a little bend to it, you know, like like you know, like <laughs> like stuffing a, a greasy string into a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Ooh, that was a great visual. Good job there. Thanks. Good job. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the Walt Whitman. Walt Midwin of describing anal sex. We'll get to that in a minute. And then me and him got in a discussion in which he was... Was he inquisitive? Oh, no. He's done You that. were just delivering oh, I've got a great story. knowledge. Save it. Uh, okay. Um, the thing is, 
and this is just my opinion, even though it is a, it's icing on the cake. It, yeah. It's not a bad thing to do. It's, it's, it has this place and time. I totally prefer vaginal sex. Absolutely. Um, I understand. Completely, completely prefer vaginal sex over anal sex. Yeah, there's not as much risk, A. This is true. I tried to put on a little industrial little, bed for you there. mood music there. Thank you. Well, there's a few things you need to know, too. There's some rules that go along with that. A, you're, yes. you're not going to... You can't just go cramming your cock into things. No. You cannot go head to balls. No. She'll shoot she'll, through the roof. <laughs> like, go, like you let a balloon go? <sighs> like that? She will cry. She will literally grab the headboard and cry and shiver. Like you'll give her PTSD. She'll be like the Iraq veteran of anal sex at that point. Like there's special lube for it. There is. What's the diff for those? Of- well, I do know there is a lube called elbow grease <laughs> <laughs> that is supposedly very good for it. Well- what, how come? Is it thicker? It, you, it is. It's a little bit more viscous, yes. And it, um, um, it uh, of course, isn't. it's water-soluble as opposed to being an oil, you know, which you always want to look for because you want to look for something that's easily wash-offable. But, Shit, um, wipe-offable. Really? <laughs> this is I true. Mean, no, no, that is true. Um, but you watch them doing it in porn, and it just seems like second nature. Like every milf, yeah, every yeah, like, milf is doing anal sex like all the time. Like, like you know, like your two, like the two teenage daughters who seduce the stepfather, like they are totally doing anal sex all the time. Yeah, it's like, like that can't be true. They're yeah, like yeah. throwing a pickle down a hallway. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. I have also heard though that the G spot on many women, yeah, is easily is much more easily bumpable during anal sex than it is during vaginal sex. Oh, really? So through that vaginal wall, you, you put a little pressure on that. Exactly. And if she's okay with the anal thing, then there's a little... Uh, it, it could be quite pleasurable for her. Exactly. Especially if she's down with it all. Like, like as you know, with women, if they ha- if they don't have their head wrapped around it, it's... Oh, no, it's it, not happening. It can't even yeah. be anything fun for them. It's, yeah, it's not happening. It becomes a job because they're yeah. fucking freaks. Yeah, well, you know, and... Everybody has to feel comfortable in the situation. Yeah, that's a jump off. I just read a thing today about the position that is most dangerous for men. What, as, it, as opposed to breaking your dick. Um, can I guess? Go for it. Give me three tries. Okay. F- straight up doggy. Nope. Reverse cowgirl. Close. Give me a minute. On this last one. All right. Because I can't call a friend. Because <laughs> the show gets edited and rebroadcast. Um, it, it, it's got to be a deal where the guy's stationary and she's sort of hovering over. Exactly. Um, then I don't know what that would be. Just the girl on top. I already said that. Yeah. Well, reverse cowgirl. But I started with... Doggy. I said doggy. <laughs> Memory. Look at that. Look at that. Years of alcohol abuse. Not really? So this, this yep. Occam's razor of, of breaking cocks is just sitting girl on... on top. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly when a girl has control over the situation, um, when she is positioned facing you on top is when you when it is most dangerous for a man's penis. Yes. 
I, it has to do I with the stroke. The if she comes out too far and and you're around the edge of the black hole, so to speak, Done. you can either get kicked off into the universe or go into another dimension. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, I haven't had that happen, but I do have a friend who's a frequent contributor on this program, and he might be on episode 35. He's had that <laughs> very thing happen. Ooh. Um, it's a muscle break, essentially, because there's two muscles that run. On either side. Either side. side. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it's sort of like getting tendonitis. It, 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 there's you know several linings to that muscle on either side, and one side gets sort of collapsed because it's full of blood, and it, and it breaks cellular stuff that I needs to be that. repaired. So obviously, it, he said it didn't change the shape of his cock or anything. Sorry, Matt. But, um, <laughs> but, it, but he did say that. It was just out of commission for a while. Just forget really? it. Just forget about it. Painful. Was it bruised? I don't remember. Oh, I was God. so like, oh. <gasps> just shivering, just hearing the story. Then I sang him a song and rubbed his hair. Well, see, the thing that's <laughs> that's different for me is I'm uncircumcised. So that is the so thing. So you've got a, a layer got, of protection. I have there. a turtleneck. Well, not so much. Yeah, because it'll slide for a little bit. Well, it will, but also you, you also got to realize that if things aren't lubed up quite well, that's a whole tendon of skin. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, it's just like yes. ball hair sack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. sure. Yeah. For those of us who are normal. <laughs> <laughs> like I am. <laughs> well, I am. Well, I am. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to have this old... That's the weirdest goddamn tradition, by the way. I'm going to have this bris... I'm going to have everybody in attendance, by the way. I'm going to have this old Jewish man come over. Uh, he's going to cut the skin off my newly born son's penis uh, for biblical reasons, by the way. And then when he can't make the incision work because like he can't cut the whole steak he's gonna put his mouth on my kid's penis and pull it off with his teeth and he and then put him at risk of getting fucking herpes have you heard that story oh my god no but i totally want to now wait what well i read this story and um i i don't remember the the magazine or the 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 place so you know, look at the up yourself, joy on my face for the story. It's really, he's got amazing. crow's feet. He's smiling so hard. <laughs> so um, there was either a church or a county or something in upstate New York that was like, look, we're, we're, we're going to forbid, you know, is it brisses? Yeah, they're brisses. Yes. Okay. Um, because there have been some rabbis that would go perform a bris that had a an active breakout with herpes or whatever. And they would, they supposedly, I guess that's a thing where they bite that skin they off gnaw? with their mouth they after they've after it? they've made the incision and then gave the herpes to the the child for the rest of are his life. Are you kidding me? This is Praise fantastic. Praise be to him on high, right? This is fantastic. Yeah, I mean I, I know I'm getting some of those facts wrong, and but I thought the, the Manish- major points And I, I thought Manischewitz wine was gross. Like, oh, 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 boy. <laughs> this is um wow. Well, they at least are very involved, obviously, in the bris. Yeah, well, I always knew about the bris thing, cutting it off, and there's a tool and all that stuff. But but I never knew they used their mouth to remove it. Well, my friends used to... Maybe it was on Fox News, that's why. Of course, no-go zones. Well, my friends used to tease me in high school because I used to date a lot of Jewish women. And they used to always tell me that, well, you're going to have to get circumcised then. 
you know, if you marry a Jewish woman, you're going to have to get circumcised. Okay, drop your pants. Let's seal now. Yeah. And then they would, they, I, I, I was totally uneducated, but they told me that the rabbi eats it, like eats the foreskin. Oh, so and that's real close. Maybe. I went through a time where I re- actually believe it's not true, but I actually no. Maybe it is because the, the they were moil. talking about the moil. moil pulling it off with his mouth. Maybe they're saying he eats it. I want to get. <laughs> I want like to be calamari. Jewish just for that, like want, just to see that happen. It's baby calamari. I'll look up at him. I'll be like, "You like that? That tastes delicious, doesn't it?" Gaga. <laughs> I'm Spanish. It tastes like cumin. Do you like that? <laughs> it's comino. It's like the heat of meat. <laughs> the heat of the meat is always equal to the angle of the dangle. There you go. Oh man, that's 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 really something. How you went from anal to reality and porn to talking to your son about that yes you're welcome no i had the conversation in with him though to go back um he is a fan of anal he does he, so he came clean and said i've tried it dad oh oh so <laughs> we can we can stop there no i actually out. want to tell the story i want to tell the story so my we're cu- we just passed the anniversary of my son losing his virginity mm-hmm. which is martin luther king day and I, I don't see any significance in that. The way Although I think you're going to draw a line. To power me. to the people. That's right. So um, I guess it was about three years ago. My son calls me at work and says, I need to talk to you when you get home. And I really? get very nervous. Yeah. Anytime a son tells you that. Why didn't you say immediately, can't we just, can't you just give me a hint real now, quick? Uh, we're not like that. We're not like that. You yeah. like the suspense, I we think. Like, we both like anticipation. We really do. And so um, I, I, the entire time, trust me, I am thinking that something happened with his dick. That he, that something happened, that something is wrong. Yeah. That's a, hey, dad, I need to come to you for this. Exactly. So um, I get home. I walk in the kitchen and he's standing in the kitchen and I immediately go to him and I go, Okay. You're going to have to show me your dick if you have something on it. And he's yeah, like, what? because I know what stuff looks like. Yeah, he's like, what, what? And I'm like, just show it to me, man. You're going to have to show it to me. He's like, no, no, it's you not led, that. Wait. It's, it's not that. Yeah, I led straight with that. You led with that. Oh, absolutely. I know I know us. <laughs> I know us very well. Yep. And uh, he's like, no, no, it's not that. It's not that. And I'm like, okay, so what is it? And he goes, I lost my virginity today. 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 Afternoon delight. Yes. Today. My man. My boy. I immediately poured us two shots of whiskey. Good job. Cheers to him. Shot the whiskey with him. Fantastic. Martin Luther King Day. Of course. Of course, Martin Luther King Day. What other day would there be, you know? So I think the only uh, significance to me that 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 happening on that day would be if she was a black chick oh yeah yeah but no but she wasn't which okay, well, well, then, no. i would say it was totally disappointing but kind of was disappointing okay enough said and uh so we're standing there and we're talking and i go well you know what's next and he goes what and i go <laughs> well next is anal <laughs> that's the next step that is of course it's, it's obvious that's the next step right you know what that motherfucker says to me he goes oh no no i've already done that <laughs> Right. He had done anal before he lost his vaginal virginity. That's skipping a step. You know what I said to him? I said, you know what? It took me six years to convince your years. mom to give it to me. 
and you're just skipping a step? The time it takes to dr- to fly to Mars is the time it took you for you to finally get angry. Yes, exactly. And he's just skipping a step. Completely unfair. Totally, completely unfair. I can't. I can't get my head around this one. Yes. Yeah. Father and son discussions right there. <sighs> well, so. I actually, Bob, I've... There's you, skipping steps to, out there. There's you, skipping steps out there. There's well, no, I think there's yes, there are. Agreed. I did read something along the way about some girls will do that at that age, saying to themselves, "They can't get pregnant." That's oh, is that why they can't get pregnant? I thought it was because, and I'm not surprised to hear this either. Let's say it's a rural community in a conservative <laughs> part of the country. You're talking about the promise ring, and she says, "I'm not going to be a virgin." I mean, I'm going to be a virgin. I'm going to save myself from my guy. You could put it in my butt. Go ahead. Put it in my butt. Do it in the butt for Jesus. Yes. Yes. In, in that case, it is really. Yeah. Yeah. It's for yeah. him. I He'll, can see that. Him on high. I, I him think. Him on high. I'm, <laughs> praise be to him. I'm pretty sure that was the circumstances behind this also, which was that she. Yep. I'm going to guess know, one she, of the two. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't want to lose that first. You know what? On some level, I'm, I'm really okay with this, and here's why. Because you know how bad a young man is about holding oh, yeah. and knowing the point when you're going to fucking blow, and you've already started, right. and then you're too late, and then you're just sort of wondering how much went in there before I made the Hawaiian <laughs> Islands on our tummy. And it's like... Spilled a civilization all over. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, wow, yeah, crazy, he totally though. skipped a step. He completely skipped a step. Um, did he, it begs the question, too, like, how many times that had happened before he's come to you with this? Because really, the, I'm going to guess one. I think one. I think one. I think it's fair to say one. Yeah. And, and you know, you don't get in. I know we got into way too much detail, but we didn't get into that much detail i guess it's probably better to say you know i mean he we Who, you and him yeah we didn't yeah. get like how many times detail no i wouldn't either I but even that's too much of the conversation like how many father and sons have this conversation um, you know i mean i had a conversation but if that would have happened uh, we wouldn't have had that conversation right, right. so in this day and age i'm going to guess uh, if you want me to put a percentage on it i'm going to mm-hmm. say 15% and here's why it's so low because I think even I think as I think very few sons even tell their dad when they fucking get laid I agree I think the dad eventually while they're fishing hits him in the shoulder with his elbow huh had some pussy lately huh yeah. you ever had some pussy have you yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. been sipping on the old beers there yep. having some pussy have you yep Son. whereas me and him are completely different you know, he he's willing to be honest with me. I'm willing to listen. You know, even about anal sex, obviously. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I really appreciate that. And I I hope I do that same thing, and I know I will. Ooh, I don't know. Sometimes hearing stuff, he's him being so blatant and honest. Well, I've got a perfect a example of that. My old man's from another generation, so his was. And he's also a legend, by the way. I know a lot about your old man. Well, let us, anyway, Randy Epstein's <laughs> like, uh, if you ever get drunk and you're stuck out there somewhere, you just call me and I'll come get you. There you go. He didn't really mean that. <laughs> because if you knew how many times I just got drunk out there and needed somebody to come get me, it was far too many more than what he thought. And so he, 
you know, I'm sure he wouldn't, you know, that, that's a generational thing. However, I think what you're, you're talking about is really progressive, and I think it's, I think it's fucking right on, man. Well, one of the best parts about Because there's no judgment in your answers. No. <laughs> Please, me You judge have him. no Are reason to judge. That's, I can't. Uh, that is I can't. It would be unfair. Completely be unfair. unfair and hypocritical. It, if you did. Uh, unbelievable. If he knew the amount, well, he knows some of the places, but if he knew the amount of places this dick has been, there'd be... He would, he would, he would absolutely go. It, he'd be pissed because he would see me as a huge hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. He would just see me as a huge hypocrite, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, he has seen some pretty wild things waking up in the morning at the house. Yeah. You know? So it just, it just be wrong for me to judge it. You know, some people you know? would judge you for for doing what what you just said, letting the boy see. See. No. Yeah. Let the boy watch. It's not like you let him watch or made him watch or something. I mean, hell, it's more traumatic mm-hmm. to see your folks. Nobody uh, had breakfast with them the everybody. next morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some people. That stuff, man, it's just no. That's a scary area. Oh yeah, because it involves down there. Oh no. <laughs> hey man, you know what I want to do, Bob? What's the word? We got three, four other topics. We do. Uh, I don't want to cut you short. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, Billy Ocean did a real good job of banging ass. Is this what I think it is? Screwing uh, r- the ranch dip at the, at the carafe services. Eating eating ass. Making girls cry. Your forte. Is this Caribbean Queen? It is. Yeah, come right. back. Uh, we've got four more things. I don't want to give them away, but um, unaffordability of New York City. Uh. First girlfriend. Uh two more than it just real good okay <laughs> see you
You don't like this band because they're not cool anymore, do you? Oh, I could be. I could. I could totally be front front row for this. These guys burned real hot, man. For quite a while. For quite a while. For like three albums. Here's the thing. At least for some people. For me, first album, and then I was done. Some people found out about them real early. Yeah. I didn't find out about them two or three albums in, but then they had real big commercial success. Weren't they? They were traveling Baptists for a while, weren't they? Pentecostals. Pentecostals. Ah. That's a whole odd situation. talked about on this podcast before but i saw uh, somebody made a, a rockumentary about them it's like going back to nashville or something have you oh, seen really? that before no have not they shot it in the sepia tone and everything of course and oh. the only parts that was didn't it, there was some black and white you know thrown in there and so out of focus so much shade and so many mic drops and so much vaseline <laughs> they uh you could tell they're, you know, kids from Kentucky, Pentecostal right. kids. They're they're not used to having cash, and so they they've achieved success, and they go to their houses and see how they live and do and be and all, all that stuff with uh, with their peeps. Well, this one guy goes, "Yeah, I like uh, really good wine, so I want to take you down to my wine cellar." And you go down there, and he's got four bottles of wine <laughs> stuck in the fucking wine cellar that holds probably a thousand. Right? It's amazing. Yeah. That's that's my wine cellar, as a matter of fact, because I drink it before. <laughs> yeah, I bought it, so I was drinking that yeah, night. Man. Like, the, Stores down the street. The reason I cannot collect wine because I drink it when I buy it. You know, I saw a thing the other day that said, um, um, "Last night for dinner, I had a salad. It was a fruit salad. There were a lot of grapes. Okay, it was all grapes. Okay, I drank a bottle of wine." <laughs> <laughs> That is something I go through. I go through wine like crazy. I can't afford to drink wine like my friends do. So delicious. So delicious. Red wine is artist cocaine. I mean, I drink wine and I'm up until two o'clock in the morning just talking. Creating or. Oh, yeah. You said you have a. We didn't talk about this yet. You have a, a blog. I do. I do. The predecessor to the podcast. Exactly. I actually haven't updated in a long time. What's it called? Um, I fall in love 100 times a day, which I think is, a, I, I think if men were honest with themselves, that's what we do. We fall in love 100 times a day. Yep. My friend Burke said every time he would dra- uh, walk or jog downtown Lake Track, uh, that path, he'd be like, I saw a little something in everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We, we have whole relationships with women in 30 seconds we meet their family it's called projection yeah yeah in in literally 30 second amounts we have huge relationships and they don't even realize it they don't even realize it it comes from having to anticipate what the fuck they're going to say this and thinking on your feet this is true uh, but i think projecting three years out is too far oh hold, if you'll hold on for a second Psych. Very nice. Hey, yeah, I think it comes from 
us having to project out. I think it comes from Is that the, just you or do you think we all do that? I think we all do that. I th- well, I think a majority of men do that. I think I think what it is, it is the strive for the perfect relationship. I think, as defined by what we've seen our whole lives. Right. Okay. Right. Or, or what we want in our heads. I think a prime example is when Even if I, you're well adjusted, you want something. When I got divorced. Mm-hmm. When I got divorced, my big lead up to my divorce, I went through that suicide girl fetish. Mm. And so the first girl I saw out of my marriage was punk rock, you know, mohawk. Is that steampunk? Would you roll that in there? Oh, hell no. no. Even though that, that can be hot. It can be. It, I don't know it what that is. But I, I'm oh, you don't? Ter- I'm I know there's a lot of goggles. There's goggles involved. And there's. Oh, fuck that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Nerd punk. Um, and I got very involved uh, with uh, punk rock girls, and it was a mess. It was a mess. I have several questions, if you don't mind fielding them. No, if go If you're for done it. with the ex- explanation. I- I'm excited. Go for it. Okay. So you you got involved, and you like that kind of that kind of woman. Do they have jobs? I saw a lot of nurses. Nurses. Yes. There's a lot of nurses online dating. Yeah. I went through hmm. a lot of wow, punk now rock that explains nurses. a goddamn yeah. lot. <laughs> I went through a lot of punk rock nurses. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yes. Do they do that that makeup uh-huh. is thick? Ye- it can be. Ye- so that's yes. not a rule? No, no. I think pinup girl. Okay. Is that does that fall into uh, that? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it falls in that whole um, quote, I think, I think of, alternative I think, unquote situation. Yeah, yeah, I think of a mishmash between um, emo chick and and pinup girl when I think I was talking about. I was a scene girl and punk rock girl. That was my big thing. Okay, you know, a, a lot of uh, black hair, um, not so much makeup. Heavy makeup was not a factor at all well uh, eyeliner yeah, yeah there's no traditional eyeliner. i'm gonna move on mm-hmm. there's no traditional date as in we go to eat then we go to a show no absolutely there was what yeah absolutely there was i'm even going to say this the whole punk rock like vibe of dirty we're punk vampires rock we don't eat yeah uh, total lie I, don't total. Like food. I met more conservative shy punk rock girls in the time after i got divorced thanks dad yeah yeah it was it was horrible it was horrible sometimes it was it was it was constricting i really thought i was just going to be choking and slapping and spit running down and people's faces making people cry because oh that's yeah your, your fucking forte you know, i love that Freak. i love that i love when yeah, that mascara really. runs but it isn't that all the time no it's not like Can that. Can you give a me a, a percentage break? Um, for I would, you, this is for you. This is. I would say seventy percent of the girls I dated were, for that lack of a better mold. word, that fit, fit that mold. Were prude, sexually prude. I'm yes. not surprised to hear that at all. Yes. Can I move really? on to the next question? Absolutely. So that being said, they like to eat. They like to go out. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got more to add to that. No, no, keep going. All right. I'm excited. Um. Do any of them have pets? None of them had pets. I think that's significant, don't you? I think it's significant for anybody. I think I disagree. it is. Well, you don't have a pet. Oh, you have a turtle. It's not my pet. God dang it. 
and it's alive still. Every week I come here, I'm going to point that out. Why do you not? Why do you think it's significant if nobody has a pet? Do you have a pet? Yes, I do. Fucking cat. A, a cat and a dog. In fact, he just turned six on Sunday. No way. You have a dog that lived past. I, I do. Months. I do. His name is Jeff. What? Um. What kind of? He's a mutt. Okay. Total mutt. Just absolute mutt. All right. So go back. Um. I think that owning a pet, um, it's it's taking care of something that definitely cannot take care of itself. Uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I even more than a kid, even literally more than a kid. No fucking. Way. Oh, more than a kid, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. It, it my stupid mutt. If let's say a nuclear disaster happened mm-hmm. and all humans were wiped off the earth, he's dead too. Oh, he'd die. Absolutely, he would die. He's dumb. He's stupid. He would die without a doubt because he could not take care of himself. He is not going to fight for food. No, he's used to getting tortilla chips off the dining room table. He would perish, Bob, in three to five (laughs) weeks, too, when we'd run out of fucking food and electricity. If you were saying to me, I had a pet cockroach, and I know it's going to (laughs) live. Good luck keeping it in the cage you fucking bought for it. I hate to say that I probably had one of those at one time. (laughs) Can I go on? Go on. Are any of these women the type that have a closet that is organized at all? No. I don't know very many women that are in general. I'm just... In fact, the that's what I want to know. Yeah, from that the woman bench- I'm dating now is one of the first women I've ever dated who is concerned about her closet, her fashion, how she dresses. I think you could draw a line directly to I care about how my be- beaver smells, looks, <laughs> and feels. I've dated a lot of next, bad looking vaginas. My, okay, yeah, this is I've, my next yeah, question. Yeah. Um, in my mind, those girls you know, purvey this image that I don't give a shit about a damn thing. My clothes, my looks, cash, who I'm with, what I drink, what I eat. But they have sometimes makeup, sometimes pretty teeth because they're still young. Right. I want to talk about down there. What have you found down there? What did you see down there, Bob? <laughs> what was going on down there? Well, I will say this. After I got divorced was um, I truly realized how much women shave down there. Because my ex-wife was not a big shaver down there. Almost every woman I've dated, bald down there. Yeah. Almost every single one. It's it's a big thing now. It's a huge thing. Big thing now. It's it's oh. it should be, and it has been yeah. for a while. Yeah. I like a clean dinner plate, you know. <laughs> but no, that is that is a that is a um that's a thing that what women. What do you prefer? You know, I don't know if I prefer either. I think you're trying to say that's surprising to you that their look wouldn't befit having a giant beaver down there too no no not necessarily because i i went into my relationships with these girls with these punk rock girls thinking that they shaved that they were bald down there and they were yeah and they were okay they were and it was fantastic they got one thing right 
Yeah. They can buy a yeah. goddamn razor, which is surprising because it's so fucking expensive. <laughs> well, they shoplifted them. So, you know. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That explains it. And so, yeah, that that was that was a big thing, which, well, I did a lot of cutters. A lot of cutters. Um, I'm not, that's, that's fine. I'm not yeah. recoiling at that. No, punk rock girls were really big into that. They were, uh, at, it's, at least I, the ones I dated. To me, cutting is like leaving your uh, diary out. Do you want to get discovered? Do you want somebody to read your diary? Right. Are you cutting yourself because you want somebody to see it? Especially it when a, it's it, on the it's arms. It's not a cry for help, or is it a, I'm a lifestyle? Yeah, when it's on the arms, they want you to notice. Okay. It, it, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I could be wrong, but it's more of a, I want you to notice thing. When it's on the thighs, it's, you know. Does it, that happen? Yeah. Where does cutting happen, Bob? <laughs> I'm, this, I'm not. We're laughing. It but. depends. It depends on. Because when you I know. think cutting, I think arms only. Really? That's all I think. No, no. I've seen it on the thighs. I've seen it on the calves. Um, I've seen it on the on the uh, on the side of, sides of the stomach. You know. Oh, that that's interesting because mm-hmm. it's like I don't like that part of my body. I think I'll cut it a little bit. No. Yeah. Or no, no, just that they want, they got to feel something. They want to feel something. Hmm. That's crazy. It's this is why I'd like to be a psychiatrist. I think it'd be so hard for me to come home from work and turn it off. But I yeah. guess if you're qualified to do psychiatry, oh, you're I qualified to turn it off when yeah. you come home. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't see somebody, you know, I'm not going to solve anybody's problems. I, I got enough of my own problems. You'd get clinical you know? about it. Uh, I would imagine. I would imagine. almost like during surgery on somebody. Like even if it was somebody you knew, you're focused on that job. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know the mind game thing. Making money with your mind is, uh, <laughs> is something that I don't know. I, I mean, that's get, I guess that's why they, they're able to charge so that, much. That's also such a hit and miss profession. What do you mean? Uh, well, you know, uh, psychology. It's not. You know, it's not that. It's not exact. It, like, for instance, surgery, you know where the tumor is. You know what you're going for. That's what you're trying to um, alleviate Diagnose. from the body. Right, exactly. Whereas psychology, there's such a huge amount of gray area there. God, yes. And, and not unlike knowing that people bring a lot of baggage to the table. Who knows what baggage they forgot to bring. Or what baggage they're not telling you about, right, or what baggage what I mean. they're lying about, or lying you know, about. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know. Why would you lie to a therapist? I leave, I leave stuff out because that's stuff I don't want to work on. See, and to me, it doesn't affect what I'm trying to work. What on. you're trying to work on? Well, is that really? I'm wrong. Is that really a decision to make? Right, you're probably wrong. I don't want to eat the whole bale of hay, Bob. <laughs> well, people always, um, always find it shocking when I tell them that I tell my doctor everything. I tell my doctor everything. I, I don't find that shocking. I no. just don't do that. No, I tell them everything. Well, how are they going to diagnose you? See, you, you're thinking to yourself right now, I'm doing a disservice to myself by not unloading it all on. Right, right. I'm telling you that I and other people are equipped to deal with the parts that I don't tell them about parts i need to work on you do realize how that sounds right no it, i don't how does it sound how does it sound it, it sounds completely a, logical to me but sounds bulletproof to me really it 
How are they going to properly diagnose you if they don't know everything? It would have to be a specific example for me to answer that question. And just like I'm not prepared to tell them that stuff. Not prepared to tell me either. <laughs> oh, uh, may I tell you a story about my doctor? Dude, I'm pretty simple. But yeah, please do. Oh, please I have, do. Please I have do. Go a on. gorgeous, gorgeous doctor. Her name, I'm going to tell her name is Dr. Bartz. She's mm-hmm. gorgeous. I bet she's gorgeous. probably not taking new patients. Um, n- hell no. Somebody like that's booked up. <laughs> um, Mine's booked up. That, oh, that really? tells me that something's good. Yeah. So I go for a physical, I guess it was about five years ago. I'm, I'm about 34, 35. I go for a physical and during the physical, I go, hey, is this where you stick your MI, you know, in my butt? This is not your psychiatrist. No, no, just my regular, my regular practitioner. Okay. And I'm like, is this where you stick your fingers in my butt? And she goes, she goes, Robert, she goes, that doesn't happen to your 40. And now they're even thinking, we don't even do that to your 50. And I go, well, what if I give you $20? <laughs> I love my doctor. I hope she fielded that one without getting all. Oh, she totally turned red. Of course, I've asked. Oh, her she out. did. Oh, I've asked her out like five times. I I really really tried to get in her pants. She's been married for twenty years, so I'm not getting past that. No. That's that's fantastic. I really really like that. I have no pride. I, I think, by the way, that last thing that we just went through kind of covers the next topic, which was worst girlfriends. Really, I mean, because oh yeah, I think the suicide yeah. girl that you were kind of explaining might be the worst. Oh yeah, I woke up with my clothes on fire in my bedroom. What what did you do? Slept with her, <laughs> slept with her best friend. Yeah. <laughs> that happens, but. No girl's gonna like that, but their reaction to that is exactly. Well, she told me it was okay. She told she oh, even, even yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. yeah. I, I, I dare I had, you to do it. Yeah, I thought hey, I had you permission. Were... You know, so. But is there really a worse girlfriend, or is there just a lot of bad relationships that happen? I think that's more fair to say. To me, when um, material goods get. Broken, that destroyed. (laughs) That's worse to me because that tells me there's a a breakdown in her emotional status that I didn't realize I was in a bad place. I didn't realize you're so fucked up. And damn, I let this happen. Well, also, I was reaching for I was reaching for a dream. You know, that's what it was. I was reaching for what? I was reaching for a type you know, yes, rather than, yes. you know, sure. something that I, you know, something that was healthy for me or right for me. I wanted like a, a like dirty punk rock girl, not realizing that all the baggage that comes along that, especially nurses, especially nurses. Isn't that ironic that their whole job is taking care of those that are, you know, in a bad spot or need help? They can't take care of themselves. No, they're rough. Nurses can be very rough, and I hate to stereotype, but it's true. Nurses no, it's can be not very a stereotype. I, it's it's clear to me now why there's so many um, nurses on those online dating sites. Yep, yep. Plus, their schedules messed up. You know, they have a odd schedules. Oh, fuck you that! Know. I don't care about that, Bob. I don't care about that. <laughs> Bartenders. That's that's. Oh, that's another one. You dated bartenders. 
No, Service but service industry doesn't count. I tried. Oh, waitresses. A lot of waitresses. Actually, it does count. Yeah. A lot of waitresses. No bartenders. Bartenders were always a little too... Out of your, out of your out league? Out of my league. Out of my league. Yeah, bartenders <laughs> are a little out of my league. This. I don't believe it. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not like I tried. There were three different bartenders that I tried, but... Well, they, no. you, you realize they've heard some of the best BS. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Best they're and worst. They're already jaded. They're, they're complete. They built that wall against the That's bullshit. That's the next step. It's yeah. not that your rap's bad or no. any different from anybody else's. It's that... They They're just fucking it. jaded. Oh yeah. oh yeah, they have the what, what is it the the force field against bullshit. They really do. They really do. Even if it's not, they they can't even see through their own that filter that filters right. out all that stuff. They can't ever take off the goggles. Right, right. God, there's some good looking bartenders though. There are. Um, I'm wondering if that's what do you got to give away to date a bartender? You can't, I've, unless you're unless I've you're spent, at the same time too, you you're gonna be like two ships in the night a lot of times. I've spent like my entire night up to last call hoping because I I thought I hit it off, and still nothing, nothing with the bartender. No, no, they're like she, unicorns. She essentially, poker faced the yeah. shit out of you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And she was drinking too, by the way. Oh yeah, of course they do. Of course, of course. I, I had a couple friends, and you did too, or have probably that are bartenders. If you go to a bartender's party, like house party, uh huh. Have you you've done that before? I have, yeah, yeah. Dude, them fools, they get down. Yeah, I mean, I they, get down. You get down. I think I can drink. I think I can drink just like you know. I I think I hold my own. Word. You know. I know when I'm getting. But there, no, but I, they. That's a whole other level. Yeah, like the the ability to just. Chug, yeah, hard liquor. <laughs> well, we—if you imagine—we drink water during the day. You know, just drinking water during the day or sodas. Their job is to drink liquor during the day. You know, they just drink. It's like them dudes that work for beer distributorships. Oh, they provide them guys with a pickup to go drive around and sell booze, and they sample it all day Especially long. Especially those big old boys. And they get mad at them when they fucking get DUIs in those Ooh. trucks. In fact. That's kind of their gamble. Like, the insurance policy, can you imagine, for a beer distributor or a liquor distributor that has 10 pickups? How do they not? How do they not get DUIs or DWIs? You know, it's it would seem like it. that's just a normal part of the business. I bet you, I bet you they figure in, all right, 30% of our yep. uh, staff. The insurance probably does. Uh, insurance says 30% of those people driving those trucks are going mm-hmm. to get hit. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost this this amount with the attorneys, and they're probably going to crash this amount of times. Mm-hmm. And then HR says, all right, we figure 30% of the people that we pay to do this job are going to be gone within 18 months. So we're going to figure 25% of their salary is that it's a worked-in cost. It's a worked-in. It's a worked-in equation. In fact, yeah. Bob, yeah. $18 of every $24 spent on your Budweiser goes to DUIs and fired people <sighs> <laughs> Did you know that Anheuser Busch is the largest contributor to the anti-marijuana legislation? No, I didn't know that. Yep, they sure are. They sure are. I think I know why. Well, of course you know why. 
because because you drink less when you smoke bud. Yeah, yeah. But or, Bob, or if if it gets legalized, and not to get on a high horse, but if it no, gets legal, yeah, if it gets legalized, dude, alcohol is going to become a secondary. It'll become a secondary. You know. I. Do you really think so? Bill Hicks said it best. He said, <sighs> "You go to a ball game. Go to a ball game. There are two people. They." Loud, obnoxious, they get in a huge fight. What are they? Are they drunk or are they stoned? They're drunks. They're drunks. It's going to become a secondary. Alcohol will become a secondary. Well, then Budweiser's got it all wrong because those drunks are still going to be drunks. And those drunks are much like the wage earners that are really rich. They're going to drink the bulk (laughs) of the fucking beer. I drink a certain amount of beer a year. If I choose to smoke weed or don't, does that beer level go up or down significantly? I guess they project that it will be. If it was legal, if let's say you went could go we to a bar. We can get weed anyway. I Bob. know, but if you could go to a bar and instead they gave weed or alcohol. Oh. See what I mean? I do see what you mean, but you know as well as I know that they would never sell the two at the same place. <laughs> it's sort of like saying, let's sell the guns where we sell the booze. You're true. That is true. However, I have one example. Okay. In conservative North Mid Dallas, go figure. All right, all right. You know how there's these uh, clubs that have sprang up that they do, you know, bowling and darts and Mm -hmm. and movies and everything Mm -hmm. all at the same place. Um, Well, there's a company, and I can't remember the name of it. We'll look up during the break, but um, they do gun ranges, um, you know, skeet shooting, all that stuff. But it's in that nice, like, lounge cherry kind of thing. Oh, like yeah. the Alamo Draft House <laughs> yes, of that? But with yes, guns and stuff. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no so, movies. It's just around firearms. That's what, like, Hunter S. Thompson, when he would travel and go that? on these lectures, like, he would go to gun ranges and he would bring his own mobile liquor and bartender with him. Yeah. To like outdoor gun ranges. What a that's kind of a skirting around and like finding a trying to find that law niche where you could just yeah. you know where you can go. Well, clearly they shoot. have too because. Oh yeah. It, I guess they you know the way the law reads probably is like architecturally if the building <laughs> is separated by a hallway and the business next to it sells booze and the business next to that sells right. guns it's no right. problem. And here's the kicker. As long as it's within a thousand feet of a church or a school, oh. that's a Texas thing. You know that. That's a su- God damn it. Of course. Right. <laughs> Let's look that up uh, while we're listening to this next thing, because I, I'm real curious what a membership there is. I'm going to guess it's similar to a, a country club or oh, something yeah. it's like gotta that. Be pretty expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah. You care to. Uh, oh, I'm excited. Care to guess what it might be? I'm not looking it up right now. I'm going to say that it is uh, probably a yearly membership of somewhere in the neighborhood of $120 a year. $120 a year? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess way way north of that. I'm going to say a $5,000 buy-in and Whoa. then, then 500 a month. Really? Let's get on the computer All here. All right, let's take a look. Okay. I'm excited.
thought this might uh, appeal to your east side sensibilities. <laughs> but you like Spoon, though, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, Britt Daniels, is a, he's amazing. He really he's a is. fucking Grammy Award winner, man. I mean, I hear he's really off-putting. Like a Ryan Adams? He's shy. He like doesn't really like to talk a lot. Of course, right? <laughs> that's, that's how the indie people get the girls. It is, but I'm gonna go on about him for a second. All right. He—that's real hard to do what he does. Accept gratitude, and accolades, and awards, and make money doing it. Mom. At the same time, keeping your fan base aware that keeping you don't, a little you don't seek any of that. Yeah. yeah. Keep it a little indie. You know? How do you keep it indie when you're a fucking Grammy Award winner? Me me and my girlfriend saw him at Chicken Ship Bingo about God four months ago. I know the answer. He's got charisma. Oh, he's so awkward. No. <gasps> there's no, no, he's So that's oh, the answer. Yeah. yeah, he's super awkward. He like his hands are all lurchy, like they just kind of swing by his side. And so he's that's him. That's he's him. real. That is what he is. My God. That is what he is. Yeah. In fact, this album... He's real. Yeah, I think this album is the one that he made where he did an interview. He said Wouldn't that Wouldn't take he, interviews, you mean? No, he did an interview for this album in which he said, I wrote this album from the perspective of a serial killer. Um, it's called Girls Can Tell. God, that's sexy. I just got the weirdest boner right now. Is it a chubby boner? <laughs> I can see, I'm, I'm wrapping my head around that now, mm-hmm. that serial killer. I'm so fucking awkward and... Yep. I don't look people in the face. I look down all the time. I'm a shadow on the wall, yet I'm watching every move you make. <sighs> the difference is, that's really him. Yep. And yeah. he's creative enough to write oh. fucking hit songs. Amazing hit songs. Amazing I mean, hit songs. I, I love... Not trying to take it somewhere else, but I like that EPMD. I mean, not EPMD. Fuck a million dollars. That uh, EDM, because that I at know least have a sound, a song structure. There's a, a verse, a bridge, a, a, a rhythm, a chorus. Right. The thing that fucking hip hop does, they dig deep and find a cool riff. And then put a fucking nice fucking set of lyrics over it. And they don't fucking deviate one goddamn no. bit. There is no chorus. There nope. is no bridge. And, and those that do have hit songs. Well, the, yeah. Well, there used to be. It, it's funny because there used to be uh, in hip hop songs. There they used to be the bridge. There used to be a chorus. They there weren't hard be, enough. No, no, no. Curtis Blow had a bridge. Wasn't hard enough. Gangstar. Rest in peace. <laughs> Was Gangstar one of those? Oh, I loved him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jazzmatazz is a fantastic album. That's the one where he had the live jazz backing. Dizzy Gillespie was on the album. He did, like, Arnett Cobb and, like, Miles Davis in the background. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was my first concert. My very first concert I ever went to was Miles Davis and Arnett Cobb at the Alley Theater in Houston, Texas. What the fuck? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's really How old were you? Maybe nine, nine years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a fantastic, fantastic show. Well, you asked me earlier. Do you have any common? Do you have any? Yeah, Talib Kweli. Yeah, 
I'm a New York person. I love New York. I love the East Coast. The thing I hear with those sort of request things is uh, real live musicians on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, it's fine to sample. Yeah. The roots? I, I just don't like it when they sample and just run the sample for three oh, minutes. Oh, straight through, and yeah. There's, yeah. I think that's if your a, flow's good, it'll carry it, I well, guess. But It's yeah, one of the reasons why album. I like Jay-Z so much, you know, is that he doesn't do that. He does not do that. There are all these changes, and there's all these ups and downs and, and horns loops. And, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the good thing is he's not such a sax offender. I mean, there's, there's not a lot of saxophone right. in there, right. I don't think. If there is, it's buried deep. You know who's a sax offender? Public Enemy. <gasps> every hold song. I got to I'm going to get I'm going to get out every of song. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up now. Not on my phone. Girl. A lot of porn. <laughs>
Podcast. We're back. Bob Brown. Brian Upshaw over here. I like that. It was very cleansing. That enema? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt good. Mm-hmm. Hey, A music enema. When we last left you. Yes. Um, we were talking about that gun club, which is kind of like a golf country club. The trophy club. Yeah, so that's, for people that don't live around here, it's mid-cities, DFW. Right. And that whole right. area now is... The uh, Metroplex is that what that that's called? It's, the Metroplex, it's all Metroplex, right? but Oak Cliff's in Metroplex yeah. too. So, but um, th- that area over there is super conservative, super rich, super white, like like the stuffiest thing I could imagine living in. It is very white. I think is probably a good term for it. It, it really is. It really is. Yeah, uh, I, I know this for a fact. GM sells a yes. lot of Cadillac Escalade in that area over there. No. Is that the area you grew up in? No, I was North Dallas, but but this was Northeast Dallas, which really kind of borrowed from East Texas, sort of like Will Bailey. <laughs> uh, so we're talking like cedar choppers right. and uh, you know you know blue collar and, and actually it was there's a lot of uh, maize farmers and cotton farmers in that area at really? that time, like yeah, in so. between there and Texarkana. Is yep, that, yeah, okay. that would be All exactly right. that. Yeah. Um, if, Back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, that area was cotton farming. But for some reason, it changed to maize farming. Um, I think they finally figured out that that soil was better for that that kind of thing. And the way that cotton gets distributed, you know, from a gin to a manufacturer or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, it was cheaper to get labor in the West Texas area. Oh, I see that. So, like, for example, not that you want to hear it, the... Like the Texas Tech logo, which is in Lubbock, um, has 10 bowls of cotton on it. And that is the 10 contiguous counties that produce the most cotton, cotton. on the planet. Did not know that. Yeah, it's because that soil had the perfect balance of alkalinity and salinity or whatever. It was, right. it, it was in between like Oklahoma that has red soil and the Blackland Plains, which is DFW. Kind of I right, did it's not kind of know right this in the at all. That. Now it's an arid climate, but that's okay because they can drill and irrigate. Right. Rather than than this this area, which is just all caliche. Yep. Yep. This yep. white rock stuff, it, it it won't grow shit. Right. Except, oh no, just low trees and cedar. Cattle. Yeah. Uh, oh, cattle. You, you can. Yep. Well, east of here, I guess you can go. Uh, it's grassland. I mean, you, yeah. you just make yeah. hay and run cattle on it. North Texas boy, look at you. You well. Here's the other thing about that black dirt, and then I'll shut the fuck up about it. It, it doesn't plow well. When it's wet, it's got a lot of clay in it. So when you run a plow through the middle of it, it doesn't like fold over like. So it, like it, when I feather my hair, it doesn't do that. <laughs> so does that mean it's really moist? It it's more clay, so it holds moisture, moisture differently it, than yeah. say a sandy loam or a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got too far into this. I love this. I want to talk about this uh, this club. Trof- oh yes, uh, trophy yes. club. It's sort of like a. Uh, it's a gun club. It, it, what do they call? It's it? like What's the every, name of? They it? call it a country club. 
Yeah, it's it is classified please, under a country club. Please tell me they don't call it Trophy Club, Country they, Club. They do call it. <laughs> actually, it's called TC Country Club, is what it's called. Fuck it. <laughs> but it's it is. It's expensive. It's no. it's, it's initial payment of four thousand dollars up front. It's, up front, it's like a lease on a car. Yes, and then you pay five hundred a month. To be a member what yes but they have all sorts of stuff you're right they they have an amalgamate i learned so much just in this last like few minutes they're they have everything golf bowling shooting that it they have a ton of stuff oh a, a golf course on there yes yes and they have every downrange from the shooters <sighs> i hope not god i hope not i hope it's just a bunch of crossfire just going on but they even have that's um, a pretty inexpensive country club as country clubs go yes. i guess yes I guess. well i was reading through the list of all the different country clubs in yeah. the area and god there's a country club in that listing that is forty-five thousand initial payment what up front yeah, forty-five thousand dollars initial payment um i'm not one upping you here but i have a friend who his girlfriend joined a country club here in austin and i think it was somewhere in that neighborhood and for the longest time, they didn't allow women into that club. Are you serious? But she bought into it because Wait. it's a good way for her to do business. Wait, she but she's not allowed. In and that, by the way, there's a requirement that? for a monthly spend there. Oh, so you have to spend a certain amount. Yeah, so I think hers was a $150,000 buy-in. And then, I think it was Balcones. And then there's a... T- I don't know, twenty k a year spend with their services like food and the pool and the uh, green fees and all that. So you would think wow. that would be included, and and a monthly due. Wow, they would love my knuckle tattoos there. They would love them. I'm sure. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, can you That's, imagine? And she's not even allowed. Oh, she is now, but yeah. for the yeah. longest time, it, it wasn't that way. That's um. I would never buy into that. No, 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 no. I can. Uh, if I had that kind of money, I could make money elsewhere without buying into that douchebag thing. But uh, I've worked at shops. Maybe there's a payoff going on there that I don't know about. It reminds me a lot of people who buy like Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Like even if I had that money. I would not spend it on that. Like, that seems like the waste of the money. These are the people that you service. This is true. This is true. And they like me for some weird reason. Have you ever asked any of them that? Because I wouldn't either. Asked them what? I know your answer already. Hey, man, you got a bunch of cash in your account. Why'd you spend it on that fucking Carrera <laughs> 4 out there? Because you know that makes you look like you have a small penis. No, because the reason why I make money is those cars breaking down. So I want them to buy them. Yeah. Do you uh, remember, uh, what, uh, Bob, when we worked at that uh, European import place uh-huh. and uh, on the, you know, when, when a car comes in, you write it up like, all right, here's the owner. Here's the car. Here's the history. And um, John... Uh, McCullough. Oh, McCullough. He he wrote on there, ah, spring. The time when flowers come in, <laughs> trees bloom, <laughs> birds and bees, and rich 9-11 owners 
bring their cars that don't run out of garages. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Good luck with this one. It's a no start condition. <laughs> Have fun. With this. Yep. I still do a great impression of him, by the way. I'd like to hear it. It goes like this. Wait, goes, can, do I need to EQ this? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's it's very soft. Do I need to put more EDM in the background? <laughs> he'd go, he'd go. Um, hello, this is John McCullough. I have bad news and some not so good news. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we would ease into telling everybody how bad their cars were. Just like that's how he'd ease in. He was great. I he thought so great. too. Yeah, he was a fantastic salesman. Yeah, he was. Well, great. his wife owned uh, Kuntz. Jerry, Jerry, yeah. Jerry Kuntz. Yeah. But what's the name of the uh, Kuntz Interior Design? Interior Design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some cash if you got an interior design. Oh yeah. Or, or or a clothing boutique. Oh yeah. That's who I spent Thanksgiving with, as a matter of fact. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Out the, they've got a bunch of property out in Kerrville, and me and my girlfriend spent our Thanksgiving out there with them. Getting drunker than Cooter Brown. Uh, how big a crowd was it? Uh, just just us four. Just me, my girlfriend, oh, and those better. two. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I spent my birthday two years ago up there with them for three days. Just swimming and fishing. And Do they live out there full time? No, no, no. They're out in Westlake uh, most of the time. And Kerrville's their little property out there. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Kerrville's fantastic. Fantastic. It's where rich people go to retire. It's if you great. have the means, I yeah, the means. recommend. There you go. <laughs> that's great. That's uh, that's really cool. You know, I, I, I bought a used BMW in 05. It was a 95, so it was 10 years old. All right. But it still had the, uh, like the, <clears throat> I don't know, the manual and, you know, where it came from and the service writer's card in there and all that stuff. Right. Evidently, he had worked at, BMW of Austin he as did. a service rider. So if I wanted to, I could pull the card out of that thing and call John McCullough. Are you serious? Mention 246. Oh, that's or excellent. <laughs> that is excellent. I'll tell you this. That guy, he knows a ton about cars. He, he really does. Really, oh, yeah. He's very well versed. But he detests physical labor. Yes, he does. He, well, it, as far as automobiles go, the dude can build the hell out of a fence he can do the hell out of some landscaping. He's handy as hell. Yeah, he's very handy. And he's got Irish blood, so the, the dude is super strong. He's got, he's, I guess, double nickels maybe, 55. And I've wrestled him. He's and, older than that. No, I don't think he is. It's because he's bald. That That's, yeah. No, as he says, he's balding, not bald. <laughs> that dude Aren't is, we all he is balder than me. Aren't we all but I'll tell you this, he grabs a hold of you. Yeah, he's got he he's a, he's a strong Irish fucker. Oh. I, I wouldn't expect it with that soft Mm-mm. spoken voice like that. Mm-mm. He's very strong. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is surprising. It is surprising. Uh I forgot what we were on. Oh, this uh trophy club. We're on the trophy club thing. And so five K to get in there. Yep. Yep. Five hundo a month. Your whole family can go there. Your whole family. I would do it just to do see. Do they have the, a gym there? I would do it just to see the wives. I would too. Oh yeah. I've I've got a weird. Can weird... you imagine the? I, I want to. This is not the right word, but incestuous behavior that goes oh, on over I'm there. Sure. I'm sure. Well, you you know the stories about Steiner Ranch, right? Absolutely. Uh, Circle C, and I'll mm-hmm. push Westlake in there. No. There's a whole little... Because when all those old people die off over there, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, 
there's a whole little swinger situation going on in the in Steiner Ranch, without a doubt. I'm sure it's the same thing here. You know. Um, why do you think that is? Uh, because marriage gets boring. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I think there's more to it. I think there's a proximity thing. All right. I think that there's a safety thing in that, okay, that person lives in my neighborhood, so I can uh, make the assumption that they are in my gag, uh, tax bracket. Right, and, right. And, and our, our kids go together is the worst reason why, but our kids go to school together is the worst reason why. Well, our kids go to school together. Guess better fuck old Shirley over there. I think that Republicans love swinging. I think they do. I think that the Republicans they enjoy it. I think it's it is a uh, I think it's a fairly common thing among white upper class. I, I'm not even going to say conservative. I'm going to say Republicans. They really enjoy. I think they enjoy each yeah, other's wives. I agree. Guys talk. I think within yes. their close group of friends, yes. there's a braggadocio that goes along yes. with that. And if you're not doing that, then you're either in or you're out and I, I think I really think it has to do with a common opinion politically I know that's weird but I, I really do sure I, I think it does I think it does and and I think that t- you're right the tax bracket lies into it the kids status thing uh, you know uh, you know the our kids go here we have a common thread and yeah I think incestuous is not a bad word to use in there without a doubt because they've Consider themselves brothers. Yes. Yes. For a fraternity. The other day I saw Steve with a flat tire. I just tossed him the keys to my Hummer. <laughs> that happens. That happens. Yeah, that happens. Good for them. Sure. That's Good a different ball game. I mean, I've said it before. If I make four pennies a year, as long as I get to go eat and do what I want and mm-hmm. be around the people I like, I, mm-hmm. I really don't give a shit how much it is. Well, I've I've definitely been to parties in Steiner Ranch that where it were, felt like that vibe was going on. Oh, well, the vibe it, w- it wasn't even felt; it was seen. Like I saw that situation happening. Like, <sighs> Hold it, on, the, the the picture <laughs> that you're painting is an eyes wide shut type of thing. No, not that much. It's not people in masks or nothing like that. It's just you know, just friends hanging out, drinking, doing other things, and then Philip and Becky just disappeared into that back into room. that bedroom right exactly or philip becky and sandra went off into that oh, bedroom. even more yeah, okay yeah, yeah 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 i guess after the conversation that we had at the start of this it's really not unlike what they're doing except they'll deny that they do that yeah but no another thing is nobody's gonna bring it up to deny it um, I think the difference is that they bring it up in smaller groups. Oh, I could see that. Maybe in smaller gossipy groups, you know? Oh, I'll submit this. Okay. Uh, I think the girls bring it up in groups of four or five. The dudes bring it up in in a threesome when they play golf. I agree. I would agree. I would agree. I'm going to hope that these people are smart enough not to email that kind of crap to one another. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, one of the best parts about going because I've been I've been to I guess three different parties out in Steiner Ranch that were like that. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. And because you've got it's it's sort of like a gay dar. Like, all right, I see that. I behavior. do. I have a sense for it. He's had five martinis. She's well into her second right bottle. Right. And and being conversational, being able to talk with. Yeah, you it's know, called equivocal communication. Right. You either talk right. up to or down to the. It's not condescension. No, no. One of the best parts is that I or match um, the pace of the especially person. in parties like that. I'm a novelty. Because I'm a South Austin, tattooed, oh right, bearded. But he belongs here. Somebody invited him. Right. He didn't just wander right. into here. And he, he has he manners. He had the gate coat. He has manners. Look how he carries you know? himself. Exactly. He's dressed well. Handsome bastard. There you go. And it always works out because I am novelty. Those are Hugo Boss frames. You like that? I know yes. where you got that shirt. Yes. J. Crew, baby. <laughs> I have that in a blue and a brown. <laughs> <laughs> he got that shirt from Abercrombie Fitch, and I'm on their imaginary football team too. <laughs> but uh, you no, know, I see the fun in it now no. because a minute ago I was just kind of like gag with that behavior. But if you're there as sort of a spectator, mm-hmm. and and they know and you know that outrider is the right word, but it doesn't sound right. You don't ride with them. Right, right. We're not going to go have lunch on a daily basis with each other. Uh, we're not going to have a business and, lunch. And there is a condescension with right. where they think they sit and you sit. However, right. but conversa- yeah. we met we met at a bar right. or we met at a restaurant and I was able to hold my own in the conversation. Not only does it Probably su- better, by it, the way. Not only does it surprise them, but all of a sudden it becomes a Yes, yes. Boy, I've got a sordid history just talking about this. I'm no, no, I, I, I don't think. Well, yeah, that too. Well, let me give an example. <laughs> okay. uh, my old man runs with these uh, rich uh, guys that are from Dallas. They have, uh, you know, two, three houses, and their houses are out there on that ranch where he is. But that's where he lives. But he's authentic with them, and and for real. In fact, they appreciate that more than their next door neighbor, who's a Rich Cock, they're actually competing with him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Those folks play a fucking different they, they ball do. game. They do. Or, you know, it's it's nice to have your dad in their card game. Uh, you know? That's true also. Yes. Yes. It, it's nice. Because I like rubbing elbows with those kind of people right. too. Like, right. what do you guys talk about? Yeah. Oh, the same shit. Oh, really? No. Your fantasy football league has an $800 buy-in. Right. Whereas I'm playing free. Mine's 80. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's funny because whenever you do, whenever you are open to that kind of lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, it is odd the, the clicks that mix, you know, that mix yeah. in there. It really is. And people become very accepting once the uh, lights dim. Yeah, even the people that they wouldn't. God, that is such a a, a unique behavior. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, I, I I I would say in my tra- especially in my travels, which is, which I think have been pretty varied. Um, it is sometimes surprising who is willing to rub elbows with me. Me too, and I think for some people that own businesses, that. Are young men that 
you know, they needed a bunch of money to get a business going and they got it. I think they Through ran into something that like that connection. You know, right. if, if say they didn't have family money and they ran into, you know, a benefactor that was like, this guy's fucking cool. He's got his shit together and I want to fucking bang his wife. So I'll give him $4 million. One time I worked, I worked for this multi-millionaire. Was the shit glamorous like this? Oh, oh. No, come on. I'm sorry about His, that. his wife adored me. Not in a sexual way, but for some reason she found it in easy. Some way, she man. found it easy to talk to me. He cut that shit off. Uh, your the their relationship with you. Mm-hmm. He felt threatened. Cut it off. Cut it off. And I wasn't trying to get in her pants. Oh, nothing like that. Just she found it easy to talk to me, and he literally just cut it straight off. Um, you don't sound surprised by that. Oh. Hell no. I'm never surprised when somebody walks away from a conversation with me. No. No. Um, you, you used to do this a lot more, Bob. <clears throat> you used to uh, test somebody right away yeah. and try to make them uncomfortable. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I didn't like about that attitude. Yeah. But now you can do it so subtly because <laughs> they see I, I per, there's a perception visually already. Right. And so they're like, all right. I want to test him, but you're really playing him. Yeah, I used to be really shock value-ish. I used to, and then I hit an age where I just decided that um, that that shock value thing, where I was being, um, you get more right. joy out of it now after they've decided they liked you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think it surprises them. It, I think it surprises a lot of people how easy it is to talk with me. You know, and and, and I like that. I like that. Uh, I think it helps them a little bit. <laughs> I try. I try. Here's why I think that because they'll never go on the east side and hang. Right. But when you're in their house. Oh, I'll go over to Westlake any day. I get to go. Uh, it's sort of like when a, uh, bear with me on this, mm -hmm. a male stripper gets booked for a chick's birthday party and the guys go, I ain't talking to that motherfucker. Girls all leave like, hey, dude, how'd you get into this business, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I agree. I agree. Hey, uh, we're good on time. You you can I'm, hang for a bit? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, when we come back, there are two things that you had sent to me earlier. <laughs> things you want to watch burn and people that should never own guns, I think, are actually Oh, I can't wait, wait for that one. Okay, see you in a minute.
Son. That is good. You know who it Front is, right? room dancing music. No, who is that? You know Alan Thick. Shut up. Is that his son? You know Robin Thick. Really? You know the songs that he's done. Oh yeah. And therefore you he's don't get to listen to him, trouble. but you like this. <laughs> <laughs> <I tricked you. laughs> you know who it also sounds like. Remember that gay artist that wore that big hat that had that Jamiroquai uh, breakthrough video? Where I they love moved, uh, me some Jamiroquai. Well, this reminds me of that. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. He had the uh, escalator video or moving sidewalk video. Well, they took yes, yeah, yeah. They took a a shot from inside a house, right? And then right. moved the house around like, over the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. The entire floor was like a moving. Did sidewalk. they also rotate it too? Where you were? I don't think so, but I think so that's a, a different, different video. video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that dude can get down. He's British. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Really? No. I don't see the British as having a lot of rhythm. Don't get me started on this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Eric Clapton had a real, real problem with rhythm. <laughs> well, he definitely had a problem with people falling out of windows. That's not too soon. You're fine with that. <laughs> I'll let that ride. I'll allow it. Last segment. We're in the home stretch here. Right, then you get good. to go home and abuse myself. Mm-hmm. Sounds fantastic. Yep, I'm gonna work myself over for a good 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, I think these two actually dovetail into one another pretty well. I can see that. What I are they? That. Um, things I would like to see burn. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. And then that segs into people who should not own firearms. So let's go ahead and add people that shouldn't own firearms to things you would like to see burn. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Um, let's. All right. Firecrackers, <laughs> an obvious. I, um, oh, man, I have met a lot of people Take lately your time here. who should not own firearms. You want to start with that? Yeah, I really do. I really do, because I think this is a big deal. And I, Of course, I'm a firearms owner. Oh, you are? Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't peg you for that. Are you kidding me? I'm a hunter. Are you kidding me? I, I, I've owned firearms, you know, my very, I remember buying Such my as, very first. Such like, as, like shotguns? Shotguns, and- uh, rifles, handguns. My house is a veritable, uh, I have an, a flag on my front gate that says Defend South Austin with an AR-15 on it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hold on just a second. <laughs> <laughs> Come and take it, and it's a fucking taco. It's a, a dead washer and dryer in my front yard. Come and take it, it's an F-150 with no wheels. 
Okay, so you can actually... <laughs> collect myself here. All right. So you can actually speak from a, uh, a point of view that, you know, you, your gun owner... Right. Previous right. or, right. You know, currently. Mm-hmm. And you know that there are some of some people that just simply shouldn't have them. Right. Um, right. Is it because of something else that they own, i.e. a pit bull or whatever? Like, <laughs> you, know how, you know how like booze and guns together get you a felony? Oh, yeah. Whereas either way, it's a misdemeanor. But I think what you're getting at is personality types. Absolutely. Okay. And um, those are Aggies. <laughs> no, um, no, give me oh, a few examples. I'd like to hear. Oh, God. Okay. Um, people who are too into guns. And I, I, I'm going to preface this by saying this. I know somebody who makes their own AR-15s. They actually get the metal blanks. They make their own air. They are very yeah. into guns. They they know more about guns than I will ever than I'll I'll forget in my okay. life. You know, they'll forget more than I'll remember. They are not even that into guns. It's the people who, anytime you just bring up guns, all of a sudden interject, and they know where they're made. They know they they just get. You can see that look in their eyes. They want you to know what they know. Exactly. Or what they... Right. Right. They, they become very overzealous about their knowledge of guns. Do you think they want you to be scared of them because they know so much about guns? Or do you think that think makes them intriguing? That, or they Impressed. I think they want you to be impressed. impressed. Yeah. Oh, open look carry. Look at my hot rod. Look at my knowledge of guns. Right. Open carry protesters. Open carry protesters, the people on Saturdays that hang out at the corner of Ben White and Congress with their AR-15s on a strap, those eight or 10 or 12 people, they should not own guns. They shouldn't. No, they should not own guns. Um, They really shouldn't. Right now. They make us look bad. Some people that listen to this say that is absolutely incongruous to, you know, the whole idea of being able to handle it. I don't like those type of people either. I mean, I I think they're probably safer than most with the handling of the gun, but I don't think mentally, if they get in a jam that's misperceived where it's dark and I'm walking with my kids, that they would handle it the right way. I think they might fucking go off and kill somebody when they shouldn't. I told a guy today... But they might say to me, I'm a fucking... Huge liberal pussy. Right, right. The, you're, you're, um, and I wouldn't got killed rights. because yeah. I wouldn't. I'm sorry. Go on. No, you're, you're right. You're right. They, they would say that about you. I told the guy today to his face that I wouldn't give him a fork without a cork on the end of it, and yet the government will give him a gun. <laughs> told him straight to his face that. <laughs> um, I'm also going to guess that that type of person is dense enough to not get your joke. Oh yeah. No way. Oh, it went straight over his face. Didn't get it. Straight over his head. Yeah. I I, I told he him. He heard the word gun. I, went, <laughs> I wouldn't trust you in my kitchen with toothpicks. That's what I told him. Oh, real shaggy. Got guns in here. <laughs> One of those toothpicks. Wow, man. Those people. I don't trust those people. I love that they're out there fighting for our rights as gun owners, but they're they're making us look like idiots. That's That's... Man, that's a tough one. It's like the the thing that you're really passionate about, if you go fight for it, it's almost like you get pigeonholed with the extremists. 
Um, let me give an example. If you're a Republican, you get thrown into that Tea Party thing when, you know, I'm not really like any of those people. If you're a Democrat, you get thrown into that fucking hippie commune thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to share porridge with my... <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Th- those people shouldn't... Okay? Okay, I'm, I, 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 I will. I'm going I'm to interject here. I'm going to say... Prime example is uh, the difference between, I know I bring it up a lot, but me and my girlfriend. My girlfriend is has never touched a gun in her life. Absolutely should not have one. She doesn't like guns. She doesn't. She really wishes there was a perfect world in which nobody had firearms. Okay. 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 Fine. Another thing she hates. She's a. She is a. Because she liberal. never goes to places where she's from in California. Her mind that, uh, she's never needed. right. She's never hunted. She never has ever had to oh, think about it. Yes. So included in that place where guns never exist is no hunting too. Right. Ah, uh, there's where it, it will right. never work. Right. All right, go on. Right. Um. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so one of the big, that's a little argument that we get into. Every once in a while we get wine drunk, you know. I see her reasoning. I would love it if we did not need guns, okay? Mm-hmm. I would. It would be a perfect utopia where I'd be naked. There'd be waterfalls. Man and animal would be friends. But that's not that's not the way things are. That isn't the way things are. Um, Obviously, careful mixing that up, and you know how far to go. Yeah, <laughs> let her say what she. Well, she hates it when I tell her I'm a conservative. Care, care, careful with all of that. I know, I know. She hates that. I just watched but, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and I've got something for you when you're done here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go on. Um, but I, I I say all the time I'm not a fanatic. Yeah, I own guns, but you don't see me, you know, cleaning them in my front room every freaking weekend. You know, you don't see me, um, uh, again, standing out of the corner with an AR-15 strapped to me or open carrying. You know, I know a time and a place for things. I you have know what managed. I also don't hear from you, which is what I, I typically don't hear from people that, you know, are real staunch, you know, gun. I don't hear from you. I only use it for fucking hunting, and I only use it uh, for the castle doctrine, and I only use it. Right. Look, I just have them. I just have them. Okay? I have them. Look, oh. I have a turtle. It, it, let's say turtles were dangerous. <laughs> That'd be a slow danger. People that said, hey, man, I don't have turtles that bite, and I don't have turtles that sometimes bite, but if somebody comes to my property, that turtle's going to bite. Right. All you're right. saying is, look, I have a fucking turtle. Right. I have a right to have a turtle. Right. I was raised around them. Uh, you know, and I'm not I'm, crazy with this turtle. No, no. You don't see me walking around property with it. It's a shitty know. example. I'm sorry about the turtle. But. <laughs> no, I think it was a. It's a good metaphor. It's a. It's a well, good it goes example. In line with what I'm hearing from you. I mean, no. I'm not a fucking kook, and I, I no. think the. Do you think the majority of people that are gun owners are not kooks? Yes. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I have a bird feeder. Uh huh. I keep full. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm equal opportunity. If if you're a pigeon, if you're a parrot, if you're a cockatiel, if you escape from your owner, uh, I will give quarter. If you're a grackle, 
I'll shoot you with a fucking Thank pellet gun. Thank you very much. Fucking I heartbeat. stood here the other... Okay. Woo! Thank you, Oracle America. <laughs> you can make those changes to this computer later. No, yeah. so, uh, oh, you're a grackle? I'll shoot you in the face. Yeah, I, so I stood yeah. here in the living room because uh, I couldn't get the jump on him if it went out on the porch. And both the kids were eating cereal. I shot the BB gun. Neither of them flinched. No. But you know who did flinch? The grackle. All six of those grackles mm-hmm. that were out there, they gone. I'd rather yeah. look at those I doves and those, those grackles. Yeah, yeah. I hate grackles. They I can eat the, their own crap. They are, if I was in New York, I would be that old man who shoots the fucking pigeons outside my goddamn window because they're just cockroach. They're flying cockroaches is what they are. Yeah. They really are. They're just flying cockroaches. Uh, before anybody emails me about this, that BB gun is basically like spitting a watermelon seed at, at, at a bird. It, is it, it is it one of the, is it the, what the Dixie, what is it? Daisy. The, yeah. Daisy, yes. The, yes. A red rider. Yes. My pellet gun is a Benjamin Franklin. Good old, old Ben. Damn right. Damn right. No, no. Uh, I believe that fanatics should not own guns. How do you determine what a fanatic is? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't. For all I know, I'm a fanatic. Do you put a... I don't want to get too political. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to jump around here. Okay. How, how many guns does any one person get to own? I think as many as you legally can. I'm asking the legal amount. <laughs> okay. Uh, how... Uh, What's the max caliber you get to own? Oh, God. You're not answering any of the No, I think as many as you legally can. I think if, if you're, if you're <laughs> I, licensed for a 50 cal, own it. I'm asking you if you got to determine that. Right, I'll I leave think it at two questions. Okay. How many guns uh, if they are handguns? Oh, God, I hate handguns, too. I hate them. Answer me. Um, I would like to say that each person person like an individual five wow that's way higher than five. i thought you. oh had. really yeah no five i think five is fair so your answer for deer rifles would be probably 20 oh yeah yeah. yeah 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 uh, assault rifles no uh you know oh, god i'm not a huge fan of them but i'd say i say four wow yeah. also high What's the largest caliber handgun that you would permit? 50 cal. Because <laughs> nobody can handle that. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're good. We were talking about 45s and 40s today, as a matter of fact. That's a lot of fucking gun. It's a lot of damn gun. Uh, I, I've shot deer rifles that scared the living piss out oh, of yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will say this. Even in my older age, sometimes I'll fire a 30-30... It's a little too fucking loud for my ass. Yeah, it's frightening. Yeah. It's, uh, it yeah. invokes that uh, fight or flight thing. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's like a smash bang thing. Where you go, uh, your friend goes, hey, that target down there, go ahead and squeeze off a few rounds. You shoot it three times, you go, oh, man, I'm done. Yeah, if you take oh, a 30-odd six to I just rat. heard an entire rat concert yeah. in my head. Yeah, yeah fuck. Yeah, if you take a 30-odd six over to Reds and shoot it at their indoor range, people yeah. look at you. Why? Because it's fucking loud. Oh. Because it's fucking loud. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a photon torpedo. <laughs> Tracers. Who else shouldn't get to own guns? 
Um, Smurfs. Uh, your imaginary friend. People without arms. Teenagers, and I even mean eighteen-year-olds. I, I think it should be like a car loan. Like you need a consignee yeah. at 18 yeah. to own a gun. Yeah, 18, 19. I think, that, I, I think that it should be like drinking. I think 21 and up. God, yes. There's a huge yeah. difference between yeah. 18 and 21. Yeah. And, and it's not about where you are school-wise, mentally. No, it's really age. not. It's really not. And you buy a shotgun at 18. I, I would also, know. if you don't mind. Go for it. Um the states of Louisiana, Mississippi. Can I? Do you Northern mind? Florida, southeastern region. That ne- that number needs to go. Um, yeah. To to thirty nine. <laughs> 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 I I have to admit, if if I had if I had my choice, I wouldn't give anybody in Florida a fucking gun. I'm just tired of the northbound lanes going full of drugs and everything. I'd like the gun flow to go southerly. Okay, things you'd like to see burn. Oh. Um, I'm going to put this in two parts to you. Okay. All right. Uh, there are things that you'd like to see burn that would come back. Okay. In other words, if they burned and then they could be real bit rebuilt tomorrow. They could rebuilt tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Like they would like, burn and then tomorrow you'd wake yeah, up and they'd still be so there. If, in case you wanted to see the Taj Mahal burn, you, you would know that it would be back tomorrow. Governor's Mansion. However, if you want Taj Mahal, the guy to burn, there's no, no coming back. No, no coming back from that? No. Because um, he's a voodoo doll. I want. I, I wish the Governor's Mansion had burned to the ground. Uh, it did? Yeah. No, really to the ground. Like, not even fucking there anymore. Bob, it, it did. And <laughs> anything that wasn't made of rock got burned. Really? It was yeah. that bad? And it cost... Eight million dollars, and he got a badass place out. I don't know what it costs. <laughs> you just guessed. I, I don't know what it costs. By the way, I'd like to say that I have an alibi for the night that the governor's made <laughs> burn. I would like to say that to begin with. That <laughs> I am not responsible in any way for that that burning. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. So that everybody's clear that that's bullshit. Let me yell into Google here, right? Google, how much did the Texas governor's mansion cost to rebuild? God damn it. When they're asked, Rick Perry governorship is what it cost you. It's actually a picture of Rick Perry pointing his finger at me. Don't you ask me that again. Don't you ask me that again. That's the reason I live in Westlake. What the fuck? This is the weirdest thing. All right. What is something I would like to see burn? Um... Oh, okay. So, Burning um, Man. Well, yeah, just because I want to see naked titties. Um, oh, ah. go for it. Sorry. Well, not sorry. Uh, $700,000. Uh, Rick Perry built tax prairie. Tax prairies. We were tax prairies <laughs> yeah. uh, for his uh, rental home. 700 grand. Are yeah, you while he was me? moved out of the house fucking asshole it was destroyed by fire it's pretty unanimous that he's an asshole right i mean that's not a controversial thing to say it's it's pretty fucking universal that he's an it's asshole. it's incredible that there are enough people that thought hey man 
the alternative to Rick Perry is worse than Rick Perry for that many fucking years. I mean, I, I, I don't think it says anything about him. He's just a fucking Aggie, and people in Texas are conservative, but... Uh, go on. I'm still trying to look up how about this. I'd like to see the border of California. <laughs> oh my Burnt god! Burnt on fire? I, yes, I would. I would love to see it on fire. I truly would. Uh, I the moon? Know. I need. To I wouldn't mind seeing the moon on fire. That'd be pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it's impossible. There's <laughs> no oxygen in space, and that's why the Death Star never made any fucking noise. <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. I think it'd be really cool to look up and see the fucking moon on fire. That'd be really awesome. Um, Bob, have you ever seen that movie Oblivion? I have not. Well, I think it's one of Tom Cruise's uh, finest comeback performances. And the moon got hit by something. Mm-hmm. And this alien race took advantage of it. Because our whole, like... We were caught off guard. Well, it threw off our, you know, tidal oh, expectancies. Right, and, like, right. therefore the the whole eco... System got changed because yeah. of flooding and... T- right, yeah, tidal change. So yeah. they were actually here to farm uh, water from us. And so everything became desert-like. So they made a lot of Tom Cruise clones. <laughs> Around the planet, and all I am not seeing this movie ever. Uh, you're gonna love it when you do. Spoiler alert! And all the Tom Cruise clones lived in a, a small version of uh, Sky City, uh, Cloud City, and all they did was service drones that killed off existing humans. So is this they, a new so plot to start the new Star Wars? What is this you're making up? Continue <laughs> harvesting water from us. Oh, what the hell is this movie? I'm I'm definitely watching this tonight. I'm pirating the hell out of this. Um, what would you like to see burn? You go on because I'm still typing okay. in Governor's Mansion. I would like to at one point leave my house and pull up to it. as long as nobody got hurt. I would like that shock value of pulling up to my own house seat on a fire. Uh, I would. I'd like, I, to, I'd like to add to that. Okay. If Elizabeth Shue was my wife and my kid and a yellow lab were in there and I got there just in time to pull them out of it. To rescue them? Yeah. Oh, God. What movie is this? Uh, what movie is it, that? And McConaughey's in it. What movie is that? What is that? I must know. Mississippi Burning? Oh, no. God. No, it's not it. No, no, no. That was Gene Hackman. Please tell me you're still looking up the governor's mansion because that that I, means you're really involved. I hope really I'm reading involved. this right. Eleven billion dollars, twenty-five million dollars. No way! Are you kidding me? As Governor Perry sought cuts, are you kidding to me? those who? <sighs> I just got defeated. I just got defeated. That just defeated me. You realize that, right? Again, I'd like to reiterate that I was nowhere near that situation when it happened. What, I dropped you off over there? <laughs> with all those bottles with rags sticking mm-hmm. out of them. Yeah. <laughs> you told me those were Stolich Naya cocktails, <laughs> not Molotov. <laughs> uh, uh, 
<sighs> no, what's the last thing that you said? My house. As you were pulling up. As I'm pulling up, yeah. I would love to see my house on fire. You'd have to be mob deep for that sort of thing to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, this is going to sound real bad. Oh, I'm excited. Um, an Asian lady, but by herself. <laughs> Wait, what? Single with no kids. <laughs> and a, a big Volvo rolls oh, over in the intersection, and, and there's a leak, even though I know Volvo's you know, spend a great deal of money to, to project themselves as safe. I could have predicted this as well. How about, uh, can I go and change uh, a movie plot here and there? Yeah, yeah. They should have wrecked that truck with Claire Danes in the back. Oh. <laughs> I'll go on. Okay, keep going. Yes, yes. That uh, at at should have smashed... <laughs> That thing that uh, that Luke was in, and it should have burst into flame. You're showing your nerd. Your nerd is showing. By all means, we're on the home stretch here. I mean, <laughs> okay. What would I like to see burn? Oh, I would love a to campfire. <laughs> I would love to drive a burning car at one point. Just drive, just down the freeway, two o'clock in the morning, 110 miles per hour. Just a like a 1984 Buick Regal, just on fire. You know you're not getting pulled over. You are not getting pulled over. Cops are just watching with their mouths agape open. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I I would like to rescue somebody from something burning one day. That would be nice. It, me too. Yeah, that would be nice. As long as my face didn't get burnt. Your moneymaker? Hell no. Also, any and all tattoos. <laughs> you know how hard it is to do a cover-up on a on a scar. <laughs> Where's that lightning bolt? Let's see it. We're not we're not getting into that right now. <laughs> I, I think um, I I don't like seeing people's you know goods getting burned or like. But I really don't have a problem with a wildfire as long as it doesn't burn a home. I mean, that's Mother Nature doing her thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got to burn the old stuff for the new stuff to grow. Yeah, it's like when, you you know, when I was a kid, this shows my redneck, we would burn our, uh, controlled burn, <laughs> Bermuda yard, and then it would come back green as a motherfucker. Right, right. Now... It may have come back green as a motherfucker without having burned the entire thing <laughs> and smelling up the whole house too. But I don't know that either because we always burn the motherfucker. So I don't know. Uh, we used to burn trash. Uh, was it in a fifty-five gallon barrel? Damn right it was. Oh my god, that is country. You guys, you guys don't get around that. Were you ever warned that if you got around it? Um, a hairspray bottle might jet out of there and, and right. hurt you. Or, you know, you couldn't put like your toothpaste in there. You, you know, you had to watch out with what you put in there, you know. No, you didn't. You had to watch out standing behind it. You put everything in there. I used to stand next to it like a bum. Warm my hands. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just warm my hands in it. In a $90 peacoat, no less. <laughs> my God. I want to wrap this up. Sounds good. Thank you for coming in, Bob. No, thank you for inviting me. I had a great time. Let's make it on the regs. Let's do that. Bobby Brown, Brian Upshaw here. Episode 36.
seven? Seven. Seven. Yeah. We didn't name this episode. We did not. Don't put me on the spot. I'm not naming it. I'm just like vodka. 